I speak to you in the name of the living God, blessed Trinity and lover of your souls. Amen. The year 1948 began rigorous studies around the effects of naming individuals. It began at Harvard University. And the New York Times compiled over the last 70 years a list of that research. And they have found that names can influence our choice of profession, where we live, whom we marry, the grades we earn, the stocks we invest in, whether we're accepted to a school or hired for a job, and the quality of our work in a group setting. Our names can even determine whether we will give money to disaster victims. According to a study on hurricanes, we are far more likely to donate to a relief fund if we share an initial with the name of the hurricane. <laughs> Naming. It's a practice that transcends culture and religion, geography, time. The United Nations declared that a child has the right to a name at birth. For with it comes the affirmation of personal identity, the recognition of their dignity and worth. So today, it's nearly universal for people to have some form of a first name and a last name, the means by which we are marked as individuals and as part of a community. Yet there are still cultures that have no last name. This is true for many Afghans, even today. And one culture in particular, the Machigangwe, they don't have fixed personal names. This tribe is in the Amazon, and they refer to one another via kin terminology rather than a name, my mother's eldest sister. For the Machigangwe, personal naming is not fixed because they see naming as a lifelong process. See, a name develops and changes between birth and death. A name's development is intrinsically connected to the development of a person's character, which unfolds in the development of their story throughout their lives. Even if cultural practices vary, naming is universal. And naming reveals something about who we are. Modern psychology tells us that human beings name in order to create meaning, to identify, and to tame. And that description matches pretty well onto the ancient history we know of naming. The Egyptians believed that their god, Ta, created all things by naming them. And in Jewish tradition, we learn that our God creates the heavens and the earth by speaking them into existence. And in that same story, God passes on the power to name to the first human being. Whatever Adam called a creature, so was its name. Humanity learned to identify and in so doing tame other living things. 
But this same ancient history of the Bible also reveals that like modern Afghans, there were no last names. In scripture, a child was given a first name and developed a kin or geographic identifier throughout their lives. Perhaps you've heard of Isaac, the son of Abraham, or Saul of Tarsus, or Jesus of Nazareth. There's a professor of religious studies at University of North Carolina who likes to give a quiz on the first day of class each year in which he asks his students, what is Jesus's last name? He says that almost every answer is Christ. <laughs> but these individuals didn't have a last name, right? Because family names weren't something we saw with any regularity until the fourth century. And understanding this evolution of naming becomes especially important when we come across references to naming in our holy scriptures, which happens a lot. So today in Luke, our author of the book of Acts has something to tell us about the name of Jesus. He first refers to it a few chapters before today's lesson in Acts 3, when he recounts the time that Peter said to a man who's said to be lame from birth and is begging at the temple gate, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. And the man stands up and walks. Then in today's reading, a few chapters ahead from Acts 10, Luke writes again about the name of Jesus Christ. We learn that it forgives sins through his name. The forgiveness of sins comes through his name. Have you ever prayed and ended your prayer with the words, in Jesus' name, amen? What do you mean? What do you mean when you say it? This phrase, though it sounds rather biblical, is not an exact quotation from any biblical text. It first shows up in Latin texts around the fourth century. Internet searches reveal that the original meaning and the contemporary meaning may have diverged over time. According to today's urban dictionary definition, in Jesus' name is, and I quote, something Christians say to fool themselves into thinking they're accomplishing something by praying. <laughs> Thanks, Google. <laughs> There's an example sentence offered. Lord, please make everyone else follow our beliefs because they are right and everyone else is wrong. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> so, popular culture thinks that in Jesus' name is used by Christians to turn God into some kind of a weapon aimed at those who think differently than we do. And sadly, they're not that far off from some of the historical background around the phrase's etymology. See, it becomes popular for Christians in the early 1900s when a clockmaker turned mentalist claimed that what we think and speak can be brought into reality by God. It becomes 
this name it and claim it phenomena, which still exists today and has now even reached into med meditation circles. At the time, the idea was coined new thought because it differentiated from the ancient thought I talked about earlier regarding naming. So new thought, it kind of merged with mysticism and the budding Pentecostal Christianity in America and taught that if we name what we're thinking in our prayers, God will manifest it. And proof texts such as Jesus himself saying, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it, were added to it to influence the trend. And soon, in the name of Jesus became a popular phrase with which to conclude our prayers. And then the name above every name, at which every knee shall bow and every tongue confess is Lord of all, was used like an incantation to conjure God's power and bolster our own will. But if those words were not meant to conjure God's power and bolster our prayers, then what is praying in Jesus' name all about? Let's go a little deeper into Acts, in today's text, where we find Peter in the middle of a narrative story about how God is now going to include Gentiles in the salvific plan for humanity, and perhaps always has been including Gentiles. See, God already made it clear through Jewish prophecy that Jesus is Messiah, but in these stories in the early church in Acts that we hear in the season of Epiphany, God's making it clear that Jesus is the Christ of the Gentiles, too. So Peter begins his speech by summarizing what he finds in Luke's gospel. Jesus was baptized by John. He taught the people. He healed them of their diseases. He released those held captive by evil spirits. And he was killed by local government for doing these things. So God raised him from the dead. And then Jesus returned to his disciples to teach them this one final lesson about himself. Jesus is Lord and Savior of all. The chosen people are now everybody. So Jesus is now to be seen as God's judge of what is right and acceptable to God. And if we can believe this... Our belief forgives our sins through his name. Through his name. This Greek word for name is honoma. It means the title of something in a, in a very literal sense, as in my name is Adrian. But honoma carries more than just a literal meaning. It conveys something figurative about a person, too, it's a naming that manifests someone's character. The name can reveal the qualities distinctive to an individual. My name gives you a word to call me, but that word also means something, right? Adrian in French, it means dark, rich, creative heart. And just so Jesus' name gives you a word to call him, but it also means something. 
It means God saves. And the angel who first spoke it made it clear that saving his people from sin is exactly what Jesus came into the world to do. Turns out Harvard and the New York Times were right. One's name does affect one's life. God's salvific plan for humanity is revealed through the name of the one whose life will do the saving. And so Jesus went from being referred to simply as Joe's son or Mary's kid or Jesus of Nazareth to Jesus the Christ, the anointed Savior. Christ may not be his last name, but perhaps Jesus Christ is his full name in that it symbolizes the fullness of his entire life humbly lived before God as the anointed one. And that is what I think Peter wants everyone to hear in Jesus' story. Peter wants us to see the full story of his life because as the Machigangwe know, a life story is what creates someone's name. And a person's name will manifest their character. It'll reveal the qualities distinctive to the individual. So when we pray our prayers in Jesus' name, we are manifesting his character of humility. To pray in Jesus' name is not to tame Jesus into answering our prayers, but instead perhaps to recognize the way in which God tamed God's self in Jesus Christ. God's radical plan for salvation for humanity was to allow the unwieldy, generative, creative powers of the universe to be tamed into a human life named Jesus. Jesus, that word spoken in the beginning that created all things. And it is through this name that we can pray to God asking for all things. So maybe the mentalist was right. Thought can be manifested. But we say our prayers in Jesus' name not because we believe we can manifest our thoughts, but because we're recognizing God can and did manifest thought through Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, is an acknowledgement that our prayers are ineffectual without our Savior. In Jesus' name is not an incantation to infuse power into our prayer, at least not the power of our own will. But it's there to remind us of what a life lived humbly, divested of power, looks like. So to pray in Jesus' name is to accept our complete dependence upon the will of God, which Jesus' Jesus's whole life modeled for us. His name is not a charm to be waved at the end of a prayer. His name is the prayer of humble access to God. May we speak it in our prayers, not in an effort to tame God's will, but instead to tame our own. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.